We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies EdTech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where I help you stop putting out fires and start leading. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Welcome to Transformative Principle. Uh, Today, I am excited. This is my first in my promised interview series about the show up, lead up, level up so you can move up uh, workshop series that I'm doing here next month in May. And excited to have Ben Ziegler on the program today. He was uh, a live attendee of the workshop that I did, and I'm excited to talk with him. Let me give a little introduction about him. He started his teaching career in Southwest Washington back in 2009. And for a decade now, he's been part of the Battleground School District. And for the last four years, he's been serving as an administrator. Throughout his tenure, Ben has held various positions, including dean of students at the high school level, three years as an elementary AP, and currently he's an AP at the middle school level, which is my personal favorite. Um, As I mentioned on this episode, we're going to talk about the Move Up Workshop, where you will learn how to show up, lead up, and level up so you can move up. And my question is, are you ready to move up? You can take the two-minute assessment at moveup.transformativeprinciple.com and see for yourself if you are ready to move up. So Ben, welcome to Transformative Principle. Excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, uh, it was great to meet you uh, in person at the workshop. Let's start there since that's where our commonality is. Uh, what, What was the most valuable thing that you took away from that move up workshop? Oh, um, I think actually it, the mo- one of the most valuable things is kind of how you talked about um, getting our mission vision statement into our observations. Um, I never thought of it like that. Um, and so it just really got me thinking about how we're aligning not only with our school, but our district 
um, when we do go into the classrooms and observe the work teachers are doing. Um, so that's, I got a lot of things, but that's one of the big ones where it was one of the first things I brought back and shared uh, with my principal. Yeah. So because what, what made that impactful then? Um, I think being in battleground right now, the last few years with our, our current superintendent, we've really had this vision um, of coherence and really focusing our efforts as a district on high levels of, of learning and social emotional. And so really just thinking about that and how can I leverage that into observations and TPEP to make it more meaningful for teachers, but also see the work, you know, is this, is what we're doing as a district, is it making its way down to the, the front lines in the classrooms? Yeah. You know, one of the things that I find so interesting about that aspect is that we spend all this time doing our mission, vision, and values, and then we don't assess whether or not we're actually implementing it. And, and if we do, it's often in a punitive way, like you didn't uphold our values or achieve our mission. And so now you, uh, there needs to be a disciplinary action and that doesn't need to be the case. In fact, if our vision is really clear and really valuable, then we should be able to tell every single day whether or not it's being implemented in some way. And if it is really aspirational, which visions should be, like we should never arrive at our vision because that's what a vision is, right? It's a, mm -hmm. a yeah. thing that you don't actually get to. Um, and so if, if that's really what our goal is, then we should always be looking for evidence that we are reaching it and and not quite there. Even if somebody's at a very beginner level, um, we want to be able to find that that little spark, that little uh, beginning of where they can be eventually. Um, mm -hmm. Do you mind sharing uh, with us what your one thing is from the uh, from the workshop? Because that that's one thing that we talked about is uh, is creating a one thing, one thing that you're going to focus on. What did you yep. choose? Um, I actually focused on um, being aware. So I actually have it right back here. But um, twice a day, once in the morning, I'm going to ask myself if I'm aware. And then one time each day during a intense situation or, you know, in, you know, conflict or if I have to address a staff member or whatever the case may be, we all know those type of situations. Uh, just stopping and taking a moment to to make sure I'm aware. Uh, and I think I did that because, you know, I, I, I'm someone who just needs to continue to improve my confidence when having those uncomfortable conversations, especially with staff members. You know, I'm, I'm really comfortable with students and parents, but it's that, it's that interaction with staff that, you know, when you have to have that, that tough conversation with them, maybe about their actions or their instruction or their behavior, staff to staff or staff to student, um, that. I just need to have more confidence uh, in myself in having those conversations. So my one thing was just being aware. Yeah, I really like that, Ben, because it shows that you, you're you choosing something that is is very small and very personal to you and something mm -hmm. that would be difficult for someone else to say, oh, yeah, I should do that too. Um, but what what is the big thing that you're trying to get out of that? You mentioned a little bit of having these more difficult conversations, but thinking more long-term, if you are more aware every day for the next two years, what is the big thing that you're going to see as a result of that? Um, well, I think number one is just improve, improve communication. 
um, in, in having that builds trust with people, especially staff members. And so over the course of two years, if I continue to have those conversations in ways that are productive and the staff member feels supported, but also sees that I'm here to help them improve and I'm going to help them do that and support them through this, that, that trust builds. And then it come becomes, and I think I heard this term, I think in a meeting, it becomes more of a risk-free environment for them to then try new things, or they're going to trust me when I encourage them to maybe step out of their comfort zone when it comes to PLDs or sharing data or trying something new. We'll have that established relationship and that trust there that will enable them to maybe go push their boundaries a little bit in terms of their comfort in the classroom, which hopefully the goal is to then improve their instruction to improve student learning. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Are there any things that you've seen as a result of you doing this for a couple of weeks now uh, that have been impacts in your life? Um, yeah, I actually was able to have a really, really good conversation with a staff member here. Um, my principal and I, and I kind of took the lead on it um, and and threw out some ideas to help them in their in their role which enabled me then with those ideas to bring up some feedback that that wasn't easy to, to probably hear or, or get, but um, it got the ball rolling on some really good things that are starting to happen in, in our building um, with that staff member's role and also some of our new teachers. Yeah, that's good. One of the things that we talk about in in the workshop is the idea of leading uh, up is what we call it. And that really means leading up, leading down and leading around. And it sounds like you've taken that, that piece of it of leading this teacher in a way that is inspiring them to do what they need to do in a better way and get feedback from you about how they could improve and impact other people's lives. Anything else you want to add there about that? Um, not really about that specific staff uh, member, but it has just enabled me to to believe in myself more and to really slow down in moments and make sure I'm ready, I'm prepared. Um, so that way, when I have those conversations or even dealing with a, something that's on fire, really taking a moment to stop and say, okay, where am I at? How am I going to go into this? That way I'm not attaching my own stuff to it and bringing in unnecessary um, emotions or baggage or anything else to the situation. So, you know, it's just enabling me to, to be better. And then that helps me help people around us be better. Yeah. I like that. I, I think it's so important to, to recognize that when you make yourself better, it's actually easier to help other people be better as mm -hmm. well. Uh, when you're working on your own stuff and, and working through the challenges that you personally have, it's a lot easier to to help other people do that as well because you can empathize with them a bit more. So last question about the workshop and then I wanna move into some other things. Yeah. If somebody was thinking about attending this workshop, uh, what would be your advice to them? What would you say? Oh, I would jump in, jump on it right away and, and sign up, uh, especially if it's in person. Um, even if it wasn't, I would still take it just because there's just lots of lots of great things 
and it's not tons of huge things you're trying to like take take notes or, or to grab a hold of. It's just lots of little things that stuck out to me. Like, um, and I got my notes here in front of me, but you know, like the uh, the mindset researcher and vertical development. You know, just little things like that that you know you take and and it just sticks with you. Um, I really liked, you know, the personality tests. I've never done many of those, but like seeing that or the hope skill, you know, I can see how that could really help your leadership team um, and even your building get to know the type of uh, people they are. So when they're working together, it just enables a much better working environment. Um, and then just the tools you gave us for, for being a transformative principal, you know, the communication relationships and delegation, you know, and I think those for me, hit heavy because um, I've built my career on relationships. Um, my communication has always been getting better. Um, it started in my personal life becoming a better communicator and has carried over. Um, and then I really like the delegation, you know, learning how to delegate to people, not the tasks, um, really empowering those people around you to take ownership um, in the buildings. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And, and what I, what I recognize is that there are a lot of things that we do that we just kind of like force through the, the motions and we do the best that we can with what we got. And if we do a lot of these little things that I talk about, I, I think that the best way to phrase it is the big difference is that I'm not trying to teach you tactical things to do. I'm trying to teach you strategic things to do. And that really makes a difference. Uh, the strategic is like, more big picture, more impact focused. The tactical is like, uh, like, how do I do this one specific thing? And the strategic is how do I approach this problem? Uh, any thoughts about that? I didn't say that specifically in the, in the training at all, but, uh, do you have any thoughts on that strategic versus tactical approach? You put it like that. That's, that's really good. And I kind of kept when, when at the conference, just thinking about perspective, you know, and you know, looking at the big picture, like you said, um, you know, you got to have perspective and then the tactical, just the little things each day that you can be doing and putting in play, uh, to help you, um, just like, you know, the one thing, you know, that keeps you focused and it's one thing each day you can do to help you improve your job. Um, uh, you know, the delegating, it's a tactical thing. You could be very, very tactical about it in who you want to do the different tasks in your building, which is going to build trust. It's going to build ownership, which then again is going to build positive momentum towards the vision and the goals you have in the building. For me, I still, when I think of those things, it's just about perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and I use that word a lot in my life uh, in the personal side. It's, you know, how you look at it, how you look at every problem, every situation um, is going to determine, you know, how successful you are navigating that. Yeah, really good point. I wonder um, when when you came to the workshop, were you expecting things to to help you with perspective? Like, is that the view that you came in with uh, to to make this successful for you? Um, no, I mean, when I was I was excited. Um, you know, I've had really good experiences with AWSP and the AP workshop, so I was just looking forward to, you know coming and learning and being around colleagues and, and seeing what it had to offer. Um, when I got here and, and you started going into to everything and, and presenting the connection, I made that connection and just 
was really surprised in a good way how much it aligned with kind of my view on things and the way I approach not only professional life, but personal life as well. Um, yeah. And kind of just the, the constant improvement, you know, on in yourself and growing vertically, um, you know, really struck a chord because I've been on that journey personally and professionally, um, uh, you know, so always kind of growing and getting better and learning from our experiences. So I was just really excited and, and it just made that engagement much more because I was able to connect it to a lot of things that I view and hold to, um, that you spoke about. So it was awesome. Like the inventory of gratitude, like that's one thing I wrote down, like it's how you build and maintain relationships, but gratitude is something my wife and I speak about on a, on a regular basis and teach our son about. So just little things like that, uh, made it really awesome. Good. Well, I appreciate that greatly. And uh, again, if that's something that you're interested in, uh, you can go to moveup.transformativeprinciple.com and check it out. And uh, there's a link in the show notes here as well. And you can take a two-minute assessment to see if you're ready to move up, if you're doing these strategic rather than tactical things to be successful. Changing gears a little bit, Ben, let's talk yeah. about your vision for your career as an educator, where do you see yourself and what do you, what kind of impact do you see yourself having? I think it's ever changing. Um, you know, I started in education, coaching middle school sports at 19 years old. And that brought me to wanting to be a teacher and always wanting to be a head coach. And then as I was teaching and coaching, I realized that's, that's a small impact and it's quite the grind, you know, and, I just was wanting something different. So my vision was to be a head coach of a school. Um, and I think now having four years experiences in AP, I think my vision is, I just, as a principal, I, I just want to have the impact on a building where we truly see huge gains in student learning. Um, you know, last year, my, my principal and I at the elementary level decided, you know, for our student improvement, our school improvement plan, we're going to set our goals for 100% of students meeting standards because why wouldn't we? You know, why wouldn't we? So just, I want to really have that impact at the building level before I'm done of really seeing that growth in student learning. And the more I'm doing this, I'm seeing it to get there. It's not only instruction this, but we have to have the systems in place that are working correctly and effectively um, to do so. And so I think my vision is just continue at some point being a principal and having that impact. Um, and then I'm someone who's always kind of kept going and achieving. So I wouldn't be surprised if I moved to the district office at some point and worked my way up. Um, but we'll just see, see how that goes. Maybe I get to do a building and I'm principal and I just love it. I stay there, you know, the rest of my career, who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's very possible. And I've seen a lot of people do that and be very successful at it. Um, I like the idea of being the head coach of a school. What is, tell me more about that. What does that really mean to you? Um, well, it means, I mean, obviously being the leader, but it means as a coach, you, you work with people to improve their skills so they can be the best they can be and the team can be the best they can be. So it's really leading people to work together to maximize everyone's talents in order to meet our goals. Um, so it's, you know, getting 
the the instructional assistants and the teachers and the recess aides to be at their best, work together for the best interests of the students to meet our overall goal of student learning. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, you know, co coaching. So knowing when to, to pull back with a staff member, knowing when to push, you know, knowing kind of how to work with them uh, so that they can be their best day in and day out, you know, through all the things that life throws at them. Yeah, I'm so glad you added that last piece because that's something that I've been really thinking about as as in my own leadership and the things that I've done. What I've seen is is when I know when to push someone and they respond, it's like it's like we blow the doors off. When mm -hmm. when I don't know when to push someone, it's like nothing happens. And and I feel like this especially in in my own coaching of principals um, that, that there's been these amazing lifelong connections created from knowing what that level is at. And, uh, these really terrible situations when I don't know when that low, what that level is. So how do you know when to push and when to pull back and when to really like lay into someone to help them improve and when to let them learn on their own. How do you balance that and decide? And I know that's a super ambiguous question, Ben. <laughs> so do your best with it. Well, I think it comes down to relationships. If you haven't built a genuine relationship with your staff and staff members and gotten to know them at that level where you're able to see that or know when, then that right there is going to be the biggest hurdle. Um, but when you build those relationships and, and knowing and get to know them as people and as a staff, you know, all it takes maybe is just asking the right question to push them. It might not be, you know, you don't got to change your voice. You don't have to, to yell or do me like, it just could be the right question at the right time in that post-observation meeting where they're, they're starting to talk about, uh, complain about how the class did, or, you know, it didn't go this way because of so-and-so or because of this. And then it's just that that right timed question that makes them stop or rethink. And then it's giving them the space to, to kind of sit with it. And maybe you don't answer it. Then you come back to them and say, Hey, have you given some thought? Um, but again, it's, you got to know the people first. If you don't have a relationship, they're not going to trust you to even get to that point of being vulnerable to allow you to push them or, um, you know, pull back because they're going to be closed off that's really powerful um well this this was a great conversation i appreciate your insight here uh, and and talking about how powerful those relationships are uh, the last question that i ask is what is one thing that a principal can do this week to be a transformative principal like you Ooh. um well if you haven't figured out your one thing you know figure out one thing that you could do each and every day um but if, if you're not there yet, then just go out and observe and listen to your staff and students. Spend time hanging out with them. Maybe uh, pick a staff member you don't really know much about or have had a conversation with and go spend 10 minutes talking to them um, and just start building those relationships because this is a relationship business. And so that's what drives it. And if you're going to be successful, it's going to be built on relationships and trust everything else. The systems, the observations, the ins and outs, that comes after the relationship.
Yeah, man, that's so powerful. And I, I love that idea of, um, of just going out and listening and hearing what people are saying, what they're experiencing and being open to what their experiences are. And then you can start to build that relationship and find ways to help them. Well, Ben, thank you so much for being part of Transformative Principle. It's been an honor to get to know you and I look forward to hopefully seeing you again in the future. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm kind of getting to enjoy this podcast thing. So yeah, good. Yeah, I'm having fun. So I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. It's been great to talk with you. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE.